Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. For today's podcast, I'm so excited to introduce you to Kimberly Olson. She's an author. She is somebody who's incredible at being consistent at doing Facebook Lives. She's someone who literally just learns a new idea, takes massive action. She has a large organization in the network marketing industry. She's someone that I've been able to hang out with. She came to, I had a top leader mastermind retreat in Sundance, Utah. She got to come to that and it was just so fun sharing ideas and masterminding with her. And then recently with Rachel Hollis, I was out there emceeing that event and speaking at that event, and she was a featured speaker at that event. So I am so excited for all of you to hear her. She has an incredible Facebook group as well called The Gold Digger. She's just got so much content and insights. Everybody loves listening to her. So you are going to absolutely love today's podcast with Kimberly Olson. We don't want to waste any time. We're going to go through these five ways you guys saw in the title. We're going to teach you guys how to nurture relationships, where to find these people, different ways to really stand out as you're really connecting with people because it's just really important. And the reason why for me, I love this topic is because I spent way too long, way too long writing the book, The Game of Networking, all on different ways to actually nurture and connect with people. And I was the guy that literally, and I do, I did it this morning, I go to the gym almost every single day. And I message at least 10 people every day, people that are either new contacts or people I haven't spoken to in several months. Every day. Used to be text, now it's voice message because I understand the power of connections. Let's get right to it. Let's get to these five tips and then I'll go through after each tip and just kind of just probably just say like, amen. Well, I always love to hear your take on things too. And I, you know, I have to give you credit. I've learned almost all of this from you. I mean, I've just made it my own, which we all need to do. You it's know? Just a lot better. Yeah, no. There you go. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, I am in the trenches too. So, I mean, it does help that I'm able to take your principles and implement them in real time, but they work. Like you always say, it's, it's the principles always remain the same. So I think taking that and, and implementing it and making it feel genuine and authentic will excite you. I was actually listening to Take Control of Your Life by Mel Robbins this morning. And what really struck me is she's like, and you told me this when we were at the your mastermind, you were like, you, you're going so fast, but you have so much energy because you have momentum. You're doing something you're excited about. And that's what I want you to think about when I share these tips with you. If something resonates with you and feels good, that's a clue of the right way for you to build your business. Don't try to take my script and, and spit it back out. It's not going to feel right to you. But if you can listen in and really feel it like, wow, I like what she said about that. I could do that. That's going to be a clue that that's the best way for you to get started. So we're really talking about building on social media, but I do always start with my first tip because this is something people always miss is to reapproach, bravely reapproach your warm market. Because even if you switch companies or not, there are people on that list that you have not reached out to because you made up some story in your head that they're going to judge you. They knew you were, knew you when you were in sixth grade and you had braces uh, like me and glasses. Yeah, that's really, really great thing to do to a teenager. But you're thinking, oh, they knew me then. But this is what I want you to remember. If you truly are excited about what you have to offer, 
you can't hold that back from them because what if it's the thing that they need? Like, we don't know their story. We don't know if you have a product that can help them have more energy or be happy or lose weight or whatever. If maybe they're struggling with that. So the first tip is to bravely reapproach your war market. And I want to share a script with you that's worked really well for me because there is a little bit of that stuff we build up around it is just reach out to them and say, hey, you know, hey, Sarah, I hope you're doing awesome. I just wanted to connect with you and let you know I'm super excited because I finally found something that I'm passionate about and I would love to share more info with you. Can I can, can I send you something? I bet you 95% of the people say, sure, send it to me. Because if they are your warm market, they know, like, and trust you. They care about you. They're cheering you on. They want you to be successful. And even if you feel like maybe you burned a bridge with them, if you have something fresh and new and you're excited, they're going to notice the change. You're going to be leveling up. You're going to have more posture and your enthusiasm is going to carry you through if maybe something in the past kind of backfired on you. So just like you've gone through different things, Rob, that you've done in your career, we don't just figure it out the first time. Like sometimes people go to school to be teachers. Sometimes they decide to do law school and they're like, it's not for me. Well, maybe something you tried wasn't the best fit for you and you're trying something else out. That's okay. So I give you all permission to reapproach your warm market bravely and confidently with excitement and you can't go wrong. So that's my first step. Yeah, I think a huge, I, hopefully some of you guys didn't miss this part, but there's a huge insight or a huge tip there. She used the word super. And for me personally, like I love using the word super. Frazier and I always use the word super, but uh, you know, super. But the point and the principle there is, is I love the reapproach your warm market because I think a lot of times it's the, the one of the most popular topics is always how to approach new people that you don't know because it's a lot easier to get rejected from people you don't know when you already have a great. So we're not saying don't do that. We're not saying that. But what we are saying is, is reapproach people you know. So the best recruit that I ever had by far that became a mentor to me and partner is Lance Conrad. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, Lance, like he's just a beast. This guy's beast mode. 11 years ago, guess what? He was a reapproach. The first time I didn't approach him with enough excitement. It was the passive of, hey, I'm doing this thing, hoping somebody's going to say, oh, wow, can I join? So stupid. And the second <laughs> time I was like, look, I don't care if you do this or not. Well, I won't make it awkward or anything like that, but I'm going all out. I'm doing this and I'm so excited. You got to come take a look. So again, don't get caught up in the script. As Kimberly said, I'm really Mm -hmm. big on it. I've been teaching and I did this actually in the first preparation preparation challenge training. And I talked about I'm really big on outlines. And I think too many people confuse Mm -hmm. outlines and scripts. You extract the principle and the principle you talked about is is when you're reapproaching you know, you're being sincere, uh, you're being really excited. It's a really simple invite. It's like just the different words and wording that you said. Tip number two. Tip number two is to make some new friends on Facebook that are your target market. So if you've heard the term target market, I have an undergrad in marketing, so I understand it inherently. But if you've never heard of it, I want you just to think to yourself, as far as you know, a new customer or someone who would just lock arms with you and want to build your business with you, what is that person like? You know, for me, I'm in I'm in preschooler land right now, so moms with young kids at home or maybe just trying to get back in the workforce. That's my target market for you. You know, it could be 
uh, corporate America dad who's like, you know what, I'm sick of the rat race. I want to build financial freedom for my family. Like, what is your target market? Don't just friend people to friend people on Facebook or be like, oh, they've friend requested me. I want you to think like a marketer and I want you to start building up your Facebook list strategically. It's not about 5,000 friends. I've learned this from you, Rob. You guys listen to these numbers. I have 5,000 friends on, on Facebook. I ran it through a tool to see how many were active. 1,800 of them had not interacted with my page in six months. That's dead weight. I would rather you guys have 1,000 awesome friends that are your target market, that are engaged, and are real prospects. So what you can do is you can go through your current friends list and look on there to see who fits the bill. Now, I'll be honest, there's a girl that used to be my neighbor who I approached about the business and she gave me a big no, very strong on the product and the business. But you know what? I really would love to work with her or a person like her so I've connected with some mutual friends through her, okay? So what you're gonna do is you're gonna look at your current friends list, work through the mutual friends you already have, and let me tell you why this is so important. First of all, you're picking who you are connecting with for your friends, okay? You're not just blindly accepting friend requests. You're also not just hitting friend, 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 friend. So you're being, you're being choosy, but also when they get that notification, it shows they have a mutual connection with you. One, two, three, 10 mutual friends. This instantly warms the person up as a warm lead. They are not cold. When somebody is cold, there's no connection. As soon as you have even one thing in common, say you both love French Bulldogs, for example, you now have a connection. They are now a warmer lead. So I love, love, love building up my friends list with warm connections. And you can even say, hey, when they accept that friend request, hey, Kathleen, I saw that you're also fr uh, friends with Sarah. We actually used to live by each other. Our kids go to the same church. How do you guys know each other? Suddenly you're talking about Sarah and they're like telling stories about Sarah. They're feeling really good about Sarah. And what do they associate that good feeling with? You, their new friend. And now you can open up the door to tell them more about what you do. So, I, I mean, Rob, do you have a guideline for daily daily friend requests? Like how, what would you say to that? I like yeah, to- There's a couple of things. I mean, number one is, is they're following you when they add you as a friend. So never feel mm -hmm. like you need to accept right away. Um, second thing is, is 100% um, running something. I mean, there's a free tool on Google that you can use. Uh, it's more manual. There's a tool that you can also use all because yeah, it's all about engagement. So think about mm -hmm. this, okay? It's, and Australia made fun of me, but it's niches to riches. And they're like, it's niche. I know it's niche. I say that all the time. It doesn't rhyme with riches. So your goal is to actually repel those that don't vibe with you. Like mm -hmm. too many of us are trying to be everything to everyone and you're nothing to no one. Mm -hmm. So as you start being deliberate on what you're posting, whether it's curiosity posts, whether it's business, you know, business curiosity product and whether it's, you know, life insights, humor, and they don't like it, they get annoyed. Well, great. You're making friends or making room for the people that actually do or are attracted to your vibe. And so too many of us, it's like, we're just so excited. We got 5,000 friends. Who cares? It's about how many engaged friends. And so I actually run this, I would say at least six months, I run it as far as doing that, the little spring cleaning, mm -hmm. but I actually now run it probably every three or four months. It's just wow. tighter and tighter where at the beginning it's six months of anyone. Cause I mean, look, if they haven't liked or commented any of your stuff in six months, like, but they're family. Then I always joke around. I'm like, when you unfriend them automatically and you refriend them, like, Hey, sorry, you didn't freaking like one of my freaking posts the last six months. 
So my software got rid of you. Can you like something, please? So no, that's great. Anyway, yeah, I love that. no, no, no. Number two. That's awesome. Okay, number three is a it's a two-part message exchange with birthday messages. And what I really like about this one, you guys, is Rob was saying, you know, every day he religiously does this. He reaches out to at least 10 people. When I remember the first training I heard that, I was like, well, how do I find the people? Like, how do I know? Well, for me, the way my brain works is I like, and my team knows this, I like a process for everything. I like a system because then I can execute and be consistent and duplicate. So with those 5,000 friends, I have messaged well over 5,000 people last year. And the way that I was able to do it is to have a non-negotiable, and you said this at your mastermind, your minimums become your maximums. So my minimum was no matter what, I don't care if I have the busiest day ever, I'm traveling or, you know, everything's going on, my family, I will send out those birthday messages. Sometimes it's really late at night. There's been times when I had to do the belated, right? Oh my goodness, which actually is good because then they notice it. No matter what though, my non-negotiable is to send out a birthday message. So right now, if you're like, how do I make sure I'm staying connected with my people? Your people is that friends, that friends list that you have is to reach out, you guys, when you get those notifications, so-and-so is having a birthday, or you can just type in events and it's going to say, these are the birthdays today. Reach out to those people and say, happy birthday, Sarah. Okay. May this be the best year yet that you have. And just leave it. Wish her a birthday message. I know people do voice memos. I was reading Fraser's book and he said to do a little video, whatever you want to do, but do something. Okay. Reach out and have a birthday message to them. Wait for them to respond. This is also a cue. If they don't respond, it's not that they're trying to be rude. It's because they're not on social media or messenger. So you can say, well, they got too many messages because it was their birthday and they're trying to catch yeah, up with like 200. Yes, exactly. We've all had that happen too. It's a little overwhelming. So it may take them a little bit to catch up. So when they respond back and they say, oh, awesome, thank you. Then this is the part two to the birthday message. Okay, you don't want to just leave it. Too many people are like, awesome, and they move on with their day. This is low-hanging fruit for a connection, okay? So Kathleen, I'm using Kathleen as an example. So I wish her happy birthday. She says, oh, thanks, it was great. And I'll say, Kathleen, I noticed that we haven't connected before. I saw that you're also a mom as well. How old are your kids? And so Kathleen's like, oh, my kids, you know, they're, I have two boys. I'm like, oh, you're a boy mom. You know, I have two girls. What do you do? Do you stay home with them or do you work? And I start chatting with her to find out more about what she does. What, Rob, what is her natural question back going to be to me when I ask her what she does? What do you do? Oh, I actually, um, I'm a brand influencer for a health and wellness company. I actually, um, you know, I, have you heard of Blink? Have you tried Blink? And then I tell them about my company and I don't do this big spiel. I ask them, have you tried it before? And every time they're like, either, yes, they have, which is rare, right? Or they say, no, I haven't. What is that? Or no, I haven't, but I've heard of it. No, I haven't. I know someone who sells that. And then you're able to have a conversation about it. If they haven't tried it, do you think that maybe they want to? Absolutely. And I always leave with the product. I like to upsell uh, the business opportunity on the back end. That's just my style. Again, what feels good to you? You might say, no, I want my business builders. I want to tell people about my opportunity. Then lead with that if that feels good to you. I just know myself and I, I love, you know, leading with product that just works for me. But it's a two part question. Happy birthday. Hope you had a great day. What did you do for fun? Whatever. And then when they respond, say, hey, I noticed this on your profile. I noticed we both live in Austin. I noticed we're, we're, you're a mom as well. I noticed you love to travel. You know, tell me more about that and have that conversation leading them to your opportunity in whatever way that you can. But you guys, if you did that every day, you're having 10, 15, 20, 25 conversations. You can't keep up with that. Honestly, it's mind blowing. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, um, so before social media, when I started doing it, it was hard. I was trying to, you know, I was doing the whole texting and there was, it was before copy and paste back in the day. Um, literally (laughs) then copy and paste came out, which was great because I would copy and paste, but then I would, I would cater the message to them. Right. And then, you know, like you said, everyone's different. Some don't like audios. They're like, that's creepy. Other people like, I don't like whatever you want. The point is, Mm -hmm. is I like audio. The point is, is you just do it and that's it. And if you're connecting with people on a regular basis, those conversations led properly. She used the word lead, right? They're leading questions mm-hmm. can actually lead to helping you to make more profit. So it's a really, really simple one you can do. The other thing is, is guess what it does is it creates recent interaction on Facebook, which is mm-hmm. without going to the algo algorithm, right? That makes it where your post is gonna be more seen. So now when you make a post, because you had recent interaction with them, they're much more likely to see your posts, which can increase your likability, your credibility. It's definitely increasing your visibility, recallability, right? Which hopefully can lead to profitability or you can create a win-win scenario. So simple, simple tips that make a huge difference. What are we on? That's four? This is great. Okay, number four. Yes, number four is generating warm leads from your stories. Who would like to know how to do that? I want to crush my stories. I keep hearing about the stories. How do I do it in the stories? Okay. So this is what you do. This is what I love about this, you guys, is it's covert operation here. Meaning when we put stuff on our personal page, everybody sees it. It's just sort of in their face. Anything you do in your stories, you guys, is just between you and that viewer. You know what I mean? Like they see it and they're like, oh, cool. I want to interact with this. And now you can actually really interact. The tools are getting better and better. But I'll give you an example. I'm in health and wellness. One big thing for me is I used to be a Starbucks addict and it's a problem. Like there are people like I was spending a lot, ask any tax profession, you know, any financial person's like, you're not going to require it because you're spending $1,500 a year in Starbucks. But like for me, it was a problem. Like I didn't want to go to Starbucks, but I was going every day. So when I finally quit it, I put in my stories. I, I did a little video. I, you get 15 seconds. I said, you guys, I literally am six weeks Starbucks free. Do you want to know how? That's what I put in my stories. People want to know, well, how'd you do that? This is what I love about stories, you guys. When people respond, it goes into your messenger. Have you ever heard you make your money in your messenger? It's through that connection and building relationships, but it goes right into messenger. Now you're in their inbox. Now you're able to open up the door. Now you're able to chat with them and say, I saw, you know, and they're like, yeah, I want to know. Let me tell you how I quit the Starbucks. I'd love to share with you because man, how often do you go to Starbucks? What's your favorite drink? And they're like, oh, the double for whatever the names are, cappuccino, bente, whatever, with the caramel macchiato topping, whatever it is. They're all excited about it. So you're chatting with them, okay? So, or you know what? Those before and after testimonials that are kind of tired on the newsfeed, put one up without the company name, put that up in the stories and say, I love when I get text messages like this, check this out. Um, Who would like to get results like this? You will get people who comment, me, 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 me. And you say, oh, tell me more. Are you trying to lose weight or what, what are your goals? They're like, well, no, but I want to, you know, I need to lose that muffin top. Oh, I'd love to tell you how Sarah did that. Would you like more info? So what's so great about stories is you can be a little bit more, I don't want to say ballsy, but you can be a little bit more forward about your opportunity and it doesn't come off spammy or salesy because it's hidden. It's in this little spot where that person is with just you. So that's my tip for stories. You guys go bigger, go home with your stories, but let people know more about you. You know, that's the whole social media strategy, but for recruiting, Post those very direct questions in there and take it to Messenger and you can and you can have a conversation right there. 
Yeah, story, stories is the real you, and not saying the other's fake, mm-hmm. but right we can spend whatever time making a post stories usually it's like just on the spot more is encouraged uh when i say more i joked around about this on a live i did the other day that doesn't mean you go to a concert and you have 20 of the same videos okay like there's a limit people right but typically people like more and again we're not telling you get overwhelmed it takes two seconds if you just did it every hour the extreme of being awesome at it just like two seconds, you know, I show my, my four-year-old falling asleep all over the place. Then I show like I'm, I'm doing work into a call, headed to the gym, right? Whatever. People get to see. It's a reality TV show. And then you get better again. Don't get overwhelmed if you're new to it. You create different things like polls because now you're asking for engagement or questions, right? Like I did one the other day and I said, is Shake Shack overrated? Yes or no? I was shocked. Like people are like, yes, no. Like they're freaking out. It's like strong opinion. 60% said, no, it wasn't. 40% said, yes, it was. And it was like, you know, but people love that. It was strong opinion. It was fun. So stories is a great way for people to see behind the scenes on who you really are. And it also bridges, again, the gap of your likability, your credibility, creates that visibility slash recallability. And you're doing that on a consistent basis. So you have to decide where you're at from a social media standpoint. But these are all simple tips you can add to your DMO, your daily method of operation. Kimberly has one. I know, you know, Beth's got one. I've got one. And we just take some of our different ones, little checklists of what are the DMOs that you do every day, just the simple things that help build your business. Because these are ideas, but they mean jack squat. So number five. Number five is you're going to find awesome prospects inside of Facebook groups. I'm going to show you, in my opinion, how the right way to do it, because I run several groups and I get some some people that are not doing it the right way. So first way, don't poach the group. Okay, so when you're new in a group, you guys think of it as like you show up at somebody's house and they're having like a little soiree in the living room. You don't just like walk in and you're like, so I work with so and so company. You want to buy my stuff? So that's, you would never do that. You would get in there, you'd have some appetizers, get to know people, hang out. And then when the conversation comes up, you would share what you do naturally. Same thing in the group, okay? So you wanna interact with people's posts first, okay? Interact, offer value, you know, interact with comments, reply back. If you're having a, a conversation with, you know, Jem and I are talking, going back and forth, let me message her. I'm gonna friend her, I'm gonna message her and say, hey, I love that, how, what you were saying about, you know, that, that Rob's post about, you know, his, the poll he did in there and your response in that. I love that. Tell me more about you. You know, I'd love to get to know you more. So it's basically going in there and interacting. Then the next phase is to offer value. Could you create your own post? Could you ask a question? Could you share a quote? Could you offer some insight, strike up a conversation, add value? You know what this does? It elevates you. The group starts to see you as somebody who's offering value. They like what they see and the admin notices that in the group as well. Then you have a little more leeway as well as what you're sharing, which you want to look for pain points. You know, if somebody posts a comment in the group, you know, I'm struggling with blank and you have a solution, you better believe on the backside and messenger, you're saying, hey, Shelly, I saw that you commented that you're really struggling with um you know, you can't find a non-toxic skincare to help you. Everything at the store is full of toxins and you're really struggling. Guess what? I actually was struggling with that too. I found something I love and it's non-toxic. I'd love to get you more info. Let me know. Take care. And you just leave it at that. Guess what? Shelly is going to want to know how to get that stuff, get her hands on that stuff. And it's a warm, warm audience because you found a pain point and you're offering a solution. But with Facebook groups, you want to ease your way in is the main thing. But one, or, one to three at a time, you know, don't be in 10 groups, you guys. I personally do one at a time. 
because I want to get to know the lay of the land and I want to really offer value and, and make myself known in that group. So one at a time is great, but you can find some amazing prospects and friends inside of Facebook groups for sure. Go own that group, whichever group you join. When we say mm -hmm. own it, just like Kimberly said, don't own it in the sense you're pitching, you're selling. Be the person that's making valuable posts for that group. Like me, I love hiking all around the world. I could share pictures of different hikes that I've done and say, okay, you know, these are my top five hikes in order. What about all of you? Which are your favorite hikes? I could do a poll on, you know, where would you want to go hiking in the world? Just look up top 10 hikes, three different articles, pull them down, you know, cross-reference, and all of a sudden in five minutes, I've got a poll of like hikes are like, whoa, I could go see questions people asked, go answer a couple. Other people made posts, go like and comment. I mean, literally all that stuff, I could do a ton of that and really start to create that interaction with people um, where I'm creating that connection, right? And I'm doing it super, here's the word, super <laughs> duper, right? I'm doing it where yeah. literally I could do it in 30 minutes. I could just be like that. Just focus, focus, focus. Doesn't take that long. And now some will friend request me. When I friend request them, it's not like, oh, I get a picture. You decide. Each person's different. Some are sooner, some are later. You just make sure that it's more conversational sales rather than spammy sales. And you decide when that is, when it's appropriate. The only thing I would say is I hate when people tell me, it's, I've been nurturing this, this for six months. Oh, each person's different on how soon, but when you get to that point, it's you're going to really struggle to make it in this business. And we're not here to just give you the, the fluff talk. I'm, for me, one of my greatest strengths is building those connections, relationships. Got a ton of weaknesses, a ton of weaknesses. One of my greatest strengths is that. And for me, I had to learn that when I started in this business. At first, it was I was good at it on timing, and then I was building relationships way too long. Then it became so awkward. I didn't even want to approach them. We got to all figure that out. Um, we'll ask if you have any, anything else you want to add. And then the next thing is, is uh, Kimberly, anything you want to finish with? You always give such just powerful, simple information that we can execute to help build our businesses. Last tip. It's just a quick bonus tip because I, I did promise that I would share it host a challenge of some sort uh, to get some warm leads and drive leads to a group. We did, I've done, uh, I'm in health and wellness, like I said, so it makes sense. So pick your challenge, but we've done water challenges, sugar challenges. So it helps people have a focus. But what's really great about that is you're offering value again in a way that's unexpected and refreshing and you're not taking, taking, taking. Don't be a taker, be a giver. And when you're, when you're giving so much when to people, when you do have that ask of, hey, this might help you maximize your results, they're like, cool, tell me more. So my bonus tip would be think outside the box, you guys. Host a challenge, get some people on your team to do it with you, and that way you guys can crush it together. I love it. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Beginning of the month. Hopefully get a rest yeah. a little bit today. I know you'd never rest, but no. just throwing that out. But thank you all exactly. for tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star rating review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.